Welcome, boys and ghouls, to the first annual one-year anniversary <laughs> of Halloween is Forever. I'm Brian. I'm Meg. Oh, see. Guys, the we did it. Oh, the belt's Steve, here. Steve, this is not, this is no time. This is no time for, for self-serving dialogue here. It's, this, it's to celebrate this me. This is not about it's you. not your birthday. This is about... The podcast the birthday, first okay? annual anniversary. Every year we're going to have an anniversary. Uh-huh. It's going to be annual. Yeah. This is the first one. Dang. First <laughs> annual anniversary of the Halloween is Forever podcast in June of 2021 was our very first episode, and we kicked it off with a showdown where we talked about camp slashers, and here we are a year later with I mean, another speaking showdown of champs, if you, I just want to remind you that I was our first champ too, so it is almost like That's an true. anniversary But I am the winningest champ. Did we break that down? Yeah, yeah. With <laughs> math. <laughs> yeah, we did a whole series of analysis. I've won more times than anybody else. Um, I go down in history in the first year as the winningest champ in history okay. of Halloween's Forever. Steve is, of course, the current champ. And Meg is neither. Here we are. But guess who has the belt? Yeah, because I you're do. a goddamn filthy thief. Where are our little belts? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm ordering them because this is like all around this week. Yeah, because like I didn't and- do it. That's what you meant. That's what you meant. Okay, yeah, totally. Yeah. I was going to like, I, I didn't order me up because I haven't. So I am. No, I was waiting until we officially started for our next year, yeah, guys. Yeah, Meg's, Come on. Meg's trying to run this dialogue. She's trying to control the narrative where this starts the second year, like it's a season. And. Uh, in reality, we do calendar years here. Everyone knows it. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, I think the inverse was true. You were arguing that it should yeah. be a calendar year. She was arguing I calendar. was yeah. arguing yeah. that it should be like a season. Because she went on a streak in the beginning of 2022 of right. having the most wins. Yes, so she yes, wanted yes, to yes. start calendar wins. So I just Thank you for her. reminding our, our listeners, too. <laughs> yeah, of your chicanery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> guys, I don't trust either of you. All right, here we go, guys. We are here in June of 2022. The summer is about to kick off, and we are jumping into uh, a topic. If you recall, if you helped us in recent months vote, you know why we picked Creatures from the Deep for our uh, our first annual anniversary number one episode. And the reason why is because we all picked a topic that we that came up on the wheel throughout the course of the year. But got snubbed, and we felt that it was unjustly so. So we each picked our first or our favorite that didn't get on. Then we voted on it, and Steve's did win, which is uh, Creatures from the Deep. Yes, as the prophecy continues, <laughs> as, as the prophecy has foretold, I won, and yeah. then I won the poll, and yeah. now I'll win today. Well, you know what? I um, picked the only movie that was actually on Tubi. So <laughs> fuck you guys. I paid for both of your. Movies. You know what? T- Tubi on my actual TV, like streaming it, is it just it becomes the worst. Like I'm I'm always having to like pause like and restart things. This is Don't this blame is on Tubi you. for no, your inadequacies. You. I'm actually blaming you. No, this is. It's not Tubi's fault. This is your inadequacies. 
Um, I have never had an issue with Tubi. There's a theme today. I get a There's soft a theme today. glow that comes over me every time the Tubi banner pops up on screen. Um, and I just want to remind Tubi that I picked a movie that was on Tubi and you guys didn't. So I think I get at least a, an advantage of some sort no. uh, as a result of that. Uh, as a reminder, guys, the movies we're going to talk about here today, if you haven't watched them, too late. You're already listening. You fucked up. Uh, I picked uh, The Host from 2006. Meg, you picked Deep Blue Sea. Deepest Bluest from 1999. <laughs> from the year of our Lord, 1999. And Steve picked, uh, I'm not entirely sure why he picked it. But he fucking picked rules. <laughs> Piranha 3D from 2010? Yes. Oh, uh, good Lord. Since um, watching Deep Blue Sea, I've been trying to ruin people's day with Deepest Bluest. So, like, I'm like, you're just... Pull up to a red light, just cranking it. <laughs> Middle fingers out of both windows. I think it's a new hobby of mine to do that. Send people really shitty songs. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. And there is few shittier uh, than Ladies Love cool james and his <laughs> chart topping hits <laughs> deepest bluest that's the thing I in think parentheses it, my head is like a shark's fin i'm pretty sure it did top the charts probably it, it definitely got radio play yeah like. for 99 that song was a banger <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i just um, want to know what the dance looked like you know because we all had there's always dances going on yeah yeah let's start a tiktok trend now it was like a video where like it was different platforms and like there were waterfalls coming down <laughs> on LL Cool J, yep. and there was background dancers. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I there was remember a... the the color. Like I, I genuinely remember. Maybe I'm remembering a fish eye lens. I don't mm -hmm. know, but it was 1999, so it's probably a fair bet. Yeah. But what else? Like, what type of hat was you wearing? It was just. <laughs> uh, it was just like a. I thought it like might a do rag. A yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah, just a do rag. What? He wasn't even wearing a proper hat. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't a shark fin hat. Well, not at a all. baseball he cap. He said it's like it. Hat. It's not it. He said it's like it. No, he's a do rag is not a hat. It's a head covering. <laughs> it's not a hat. That's like me saying, oh, uh, going to a, uh, a derby party. I uh, got to wear my hat. And I show up in a bandana. I I don't think this is a fair argument because neither Meg or I have enough melanin to make the argument <laughs> whether or not it is a hat. A do-rag is a head covering. It's not a hat. Right? I don't I I don't know. My hat my my hat is like a shark's fin in the way that it is not a hat or a shark's fin. Yeah. If he doesn't have a hat on this video, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to be furious. <laughs> pretty sure he I, doesn't. Yeah. I'm pretty wow, sure he's wearing that's a that's trash. <laughs> Ladies love cool James. That is trash. Um, all right, guys. We're already getting off on tangents. We have serious things to discuss here. Um, I will remind you before we go any further, so we do not forget, in the future, if you want to help us to choose these piece of shit nonsense movies, <laughs> and you want to choose something that you feel has a particularly uh, poignant um, song in the, um, in the soundtrack, go over to the social medias and give us a follow and then suggest some topics for us you can do so on uh instagram uh twitter facebook tiktok um i just looked at megan my eyes just got really big or um halloween is forever pod at gmail.com you can email us otherwise just search halloween is forever on there you'll find it so we are back in person for the first time in a hot sec mm -hmm. we got some snackies gas prices are so high yeah, I don't want to drive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, we are. Uh, uh, we've got some snackies. We've got some beers. We've got both sour snackies 
and spicy snackies. And boozy snackies. And boozy snackies. We had a whole host of snackies. Um, and then we've got some fun stuff to talk about. Let's talk about talk about beers first. What kind of beers do we got here? You guys got a couple of, of divergent styles. Yeah, <laughs> I got dark beer. Uh, I have a coffee porter by Burial, and it's called, what is it called? The Beginning is After the End. And it's just a coffee porter, six point five percent. It's really good though. Labels like, are beautiful too. I think yeah. both of us like brought it today for labels. Yeah, yeah. Barrel yeah. makes some good ass beers. Oh, mm-hmm. that is kind of sick. Yeah, the, is it a I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's the same uh, artist all the time. To see it. I know. I, I should call out. <laughs> I could not find my glasses. I was walking around for ten minutes while <laughs> Meg and Steve stared at me as I was bumbling around the house looking for my glasses. He fucking Mr. Magoo. This um, puts us at an advantage now. Meg, he's blind. <laughs> I can't. I don't know what the fuck happened to him. I, uh, they're gone. Um, good beer, though. Yeah, yeah. I, Let me give it a like it's hard to really Ooh, get a sense coffee. of. Yeah, there's not much beer flavor to it, really. Mm-hmm. It's like all coffee, and yeah. as Brian just reacted, the nose is huge Ooh, on coffee. Yeah, I mean, I smelled it in the can, and it just like pow yeah. pops you with coffee. Oh yeah, it smells it's good. Nice mm. Yeah. Yep. Um, Enjoy me some burial. Oh yeah. I grabbed, uh, I really just want to say Juicy Juicy or Juicy Juice, but it's uh, Juice Juicy <laughs> um, from Evergreen. It's an IPA. It's a little bit hazy and very, like, it's not too bitter. So definitely a little bit more on the hazy side. It's really nice. I like, uh, it's like 6%. I'm, Who made I'm it? Evergreen. Oh, Out yeah, of, yeah. Uh, it's like Mechanicsburg-ish mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. And the label is also very gorgeous. That's what Pencil Tucky-ish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> I'm blind. Um, I grabbed a beer from uh, this brewery. I don't know if you guys have heard it before. It's called Sly Fox Brewing. Oh, company. where are they based yeah, out of? Yeah, I don't know. I have to <laughs> Google it. Um, but I did grab this one because I felt it to be appropriate. Uh, we It's our summer seasonal. Alex's Raspberry Lemon Ale. It's a partnership we do with Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation. Second largest pediatric childhood your pediatric cancer foundation in the country, Hein St. Jude's, based here in beautiful Pennsylvania. And we uh, donate a dollar for every uh, every case sold of this to oh, the yeah. Alexis Lemonade Foundation. It's a cool partnership. They're awesome people and raise a bunch of money for childhood cancer. So, I'm really curious about that one. Yeah, you have to I sometimes try- like give it like, I like really into like shandy type things during the summertime. You it's know, very like- much in that vein. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, it's like a yeah. raspberry. It, it really tastes a lot like a raspberry lemon shandy. I mean, it's a beer that it delivers on what it says on the label. Sick. Yeah. Spout- I like I like when breweries do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because well, sometimes they don't. Like sometimes. They don't. Right. Yeah, yeah. It just it tastes <laughs> like raspberry serious. and lemon and a little bit of wheat malt. Like that's what it tastes like. Um, but yeah, some some are crushy. I actually haven't popped it yet because I'm drinking Hellas first. I just need to get some like beer in my veins real fast um so i'm gonna slam in this here hellas yeah i was up on a roof yesterday doing roof work all day i'm sunburned i'm sore i woke up 15 minutes before you guys showed up (laughs) well i was up at 6 30 in the morning with my children and then they went to a birthday party and i was like i'm gonna grab a little 45 minute napper um so uh i'm tired and uh and fucking dehydrated and sunburned i'm still gonna whip your fucking asses you guys um all right those are beers Don't. you're at such a disadvantage today i know i feel i'm like a fucking, he's blind I'm he's tired the, I'm, yeah. blind, I'm like a fucking fight or flight's kicking in i'm like a yeah. fucking cornered animal um all right we did beers oh uh let's also mention that here in a, a scant couple of weeks two three weeks 
what the fuck is today? Two and a half, probably. Two and a half weeks. Yeah. Um, we are going to do our very first live episode of the podcast, live recording at Hop Farm Brewing Company, June the 25th, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, at Hop Farm Brewing Company at what, seven? We're going to kick it off around seven to hang out and then. Show will start a little closer to eight. Yep. And then we're going to do a live recording. We are going to talk about um, the A24 modern classic directed by one Mr. Ari Aster, Midsommar, from 2019, 2018, 2019? Somewhere in there. Yep. Um, Because, Meg, you, uh, along with Malcolm at Hop Farm and a couple other people, right? Yeah. So Katie at Coven Brewing Company. Oh, Coven, yeah, yeah. And then a bunch of different women who work with within Hop Farm, too. And then uh, my other friend, Shannon, who is currently working at Hitchhiker. She's involved in it, too. So we got a, a really good roster of awesome chicks uh who all went in on some way shape or form with this beer farmhouse has uh like a floral tea to it and Mm -hmm. uh locally harvested and sourced honey yes i'm excited for it and Mm -hmm. then aged in a fooder right yeah it's currently yeah is there some wild yeast bacteria things happening in the fooder no that wasn't the goal and like this is the first time he decided it yeah no he just was like hey we have time let's like toss it in here and get a little like woody character Mm -hmm. to it which i think will be really fun mm-hmm. add a little another layer because we also changed up this year and adding buckwheat which oh, yeah. took a brain this like earthy tone um last year I, we all kind of felt like it was a little bit sweet and so this kind of like bring it like super well attenuated yeah. earthier yeah. yeah that sounds awesome i love anything like super floral um i have made beers i once brewed a beer that was a thai thai wit beer it was like a wit mm. beer with Lemongrass, uh, Thai basil, lemongrass. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, 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 what what the hell else? Um, Coconut? No. Mango. I'm thinking of like no. Tom Yum soup right now, and I'm really hungry. Yeah, no, it, wasn't <laughs> it was it was lemongrass, Thai basil, uh, any peppers? Szechuan peppercorns, oh, yeah, okay. I think. And anyway, um, it was super floral, super perfumey. It was called um, Thai, spelled like T H A I. Thai, yeah. my heart in parentheses in a double knot by Dolly Parton. That was the name, <laughs> of, that was the name, name of the song or name of the beer. Um, and it tasted like potpourri and I loved it. Um, nobody else did though. Um, <laughs> cause it was very perfumey, very like, people were like, this tastes like soap. And I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah for, for me. Um, so anyway, come down, try this beer, mm-hmm. hang out at hop farm, Eat some food, drink some beer, hang out with us. Then we're going to do a, a live recording. We're going to do a little bit different format than we usually do in the podcast. I mean, we are going to drink beers and we're probably going to eat snacks. But we are also going to do like a little kind of fun live game talking about cults and cult movies and that sort of thing. It's going to be super fun. So come on down there if you live in a greater Pittsburgh area or, you know, anywhere in the world and they're willing to travel for this. I mean, I would say I mean, it's I would worth thousands of dollars investment. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure at this point. There's people out there who would mm. want to do this. Yeah, yeah, and they should. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and if, if you don't, don't then... you are a coward. <laughs> yes. And the Tubi gods will smite you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will... Anything I can do to the event is encourage sponsored their, by Tubi at their this smiting, point. I will do. Um, that's a threat. Um, I, that should... I just... I now have an image of somebody at customer support at Tubi getting emails from Brian. <laughs> Dear Tubi, can you smite <laughs> the following list of people? These following Instagram my accounts. My mom, my dad, all my teachers. I just imagine it being like this Santa Claus thing. So he like writes a letter. The lady yeah. yelled at me at Quickville. It's just a whole, a whole list. Of... Um, yeah. 
uh, PNC Bank for giving me all those overdraw <laughs> charges. It's just a whole list of people I don't like and have like a list of. Um, yeah, so it's going to be super fun. We're really looking forward to that. Uh, and then, guys, next week, next week, when we do our, uh, rev- our our punishment episode, when when I get to choose the movie that these fuckers have to watch when I take it home today, um, co- got to watch or, or listen to next week's uh, mini show because we have a super exciting announcement about an upcoming guest that you guys are going to be like, mm, what mm, the mm. fuck? How did that happen? Um, so get ready for that business as well. Uh, okay. Let's have somebody sneakies. Do you want to do? You want to do? I'm kind of intrigued by these. You I am do these too. First? I Tell of, us about yeah. these. So uh, back in March, they might be a little melted. So I apologize in advance. I don't know if they're gonna, you might have <laughs> like to eat gummy. them off. I like my the gummies <laughs> body temperature. <laughs> like it feels like I just had them between my butt cheeks. So I took a trip down to Austin, Texas, and I just went to a random store that had I don't know like these. Little boozy gummy smack snacks from Smith and Sinclair. Um, they are, I think they're how much? What's the EV? I feel like they okay. They're five percent alcohol by volume. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, five percent alcohol by volume, yeah. and they're as big as a oh my god, mine's as a destroyed. Susan B. Anthony. Cor- <laughs> yeah. uh, how did yours get so stay so perfect? Mine was good like? too. Yeah, did you already eat it? Full yeah, I already ate mine. Is yours, is yours all smushed up? Yeah, Here, let me smell it. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> it's it a gin and tonic. Though. So yeah, I have a gin and tonic. Piney. You had a whiskey ginger. Yeah, whiskey and then ginger. What was yours? I had the espresso martini. Yeah, how, Meg, how was Meg it? definitely bought these for our preferences. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got Steve the coffee one. Got me the the bourbon gingy one, and then you got the gin and tonic. Yeah. Ew! Don't please. No, gross. <laughs> Meg, Meg, fucking control yourself. So. So <laughs> you guys didn't see what she it did. Just, it was just flopping she, in. Like, it was like a, it was like a cow eating like ice cream that was on the floor. Yeah. She just like blah, blah, licked it <laughs> off the paper. It was it's like a dog eating like you something. Know, you know what it was, <laughs> Brian? Brian, Brian, you know what it was? She held the wrapper flat. Yeah. And much like a horse, she went down and <laughs> pulled it up with her teeth. <laughs> she was real horse girl shit. shit. <laughs> It was. It was. It was so just disgraceful. <laughs> I told you guys. I was like, mine smush. I'm gonna have to eat it. Mmm, <laughs> that was good. So I'll say, yeah, mine was good. It was it like, is, like if mine, mine's almost like off-puttingly soft. Yeah, yours was probably just <laughs> mush. Yeah, yeah. Because mine was quite soft. Yeah, mine was really soft too. But mine also really looked nice like flavor. it was rolled in dirt. But that's because like it was like a bunch of espresso particles in mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Ooh, it, they are really tasty though. Yeah, mm-hmm. that actually. Yeah, I tell you what, no joke. It tastes like tastes like whiskey ginger ale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine wow. definitely has like that after that Kahlua aftertaste. Mm. Yeah, that's fucking yummy. I wonder how many of these you'd have to eat before you got hammered, and how offsetting the sugar rush mm-hmm. oh my God. would be to the depressant effects of the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll, would you get drunk or like go into mm, diabetic shock first? Which um, one would happen? Ah, good diabetic. question. I think, yeah. I think the shock definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like imagining, like, I feel like they should have been like, have more like alcohol content yeah, yeah. Like, within it. To There's be no boozy like a flavor. Yeah. I thought there was going to be a boozy taste right. to it. Like, like, uh, you know, in like a boozy like a, like a jello shot when there's yes, like that. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. a jello shot. You mm-hmm. taste booze. Yeah. You don't taste any booze in this. Um, 
But yeah, it's really tasty. Um, let's follow it up with something weird. Actually, let's go spicy, and then we'll come back to this this here situation. Then more candy. Yeah, then more candy. <laughs> more candy. So I got two different spices. Um, this was my initial one that I got. So uh, Turkey Creek Snacks. Let's see where Turkey Creek is, is located. They're out east, aren't they? Uh, well, they are distributed by Benistar Brands of Chicago, Illinois. Mm. I don't know where they're actually manufactured, right. but I will tell you this. This is a cheap ripoff of Cheetos, uh, Flame, Flame and Hot Cheetos. Mm. They're called Blazing Hot uh, <laughs> Flavored <laughs> Cheese Snacks. Let's blaze up, guys. Uh, they are Best Buy July 22nd, so we're getting close to the end of their life. <laughs> <laughs> By Turkey Creek, and I'm going to tell you, somebody looks like they designed this logo on Microsoft Paint. Um, it is... <laughs> This is not a high end item here, sure. Um, but hey, I do at one point. S- do you guys remember when MS Paint was like the high end thing that we would all <laughs> use? Was? Like when MS Paint was. Oh yeah, 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 back in the day for sure. Yeah, but that was thirty <laughs> I, years I, I ago. Do, I do some. If like, it was still nineteen ninety three, that'd yeah. be acceptable. <laughs> oh god, I'm terrified. Turkey Creek snacks. So we'll see. Two. Yeah, okay. do it up. Drugs made. No, I grabbed three. Fuck. Yeah, these kind of taste end of life. Mm. Yeah, they're stale. <laughs> they're not fresh. Not stale, but they're not fresh. Right. That sounds so like cannibalistic. Like this, this tastes like the end of life. They are really just exactly what I expected, which is um, wish.com. There's only one exclamation point when it says hot, so they're like not too bad. Yeah. No. So I gauge it. No, they're not that hot. They they build a little bit. It's more of a like the flame and hot has that thing that Doritos has, which like alters your brain chemistry and makes you go, oh my God, I want more. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. This doesn't have that. This no. is just like, oh, crunchy corn snack. And then there's a little bit like cayenne type heat that just comes on the yeah. back. Yeah. Kind of builds. Um, not bad. It's not interesting. I feel no, like. No, it's not interesting. Yep. Yeah, it's not. All right. Let's get that bullshit out of here because we are going. Um, so we have had Takis on, I think, two separate occasions in our year one. We've had yeah, the blue you, ones, right? Yeah. Like we you, the blue you're, you're trying to smoke it. Like. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I saw me trying to smoke a Taki <laughs> one time. And then there was another Taki we had that was like disappointingly mm-hmm. not very hot. Well, was it a Taki or was it a piece of sausage flavored as a Taki? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I think yes. that's what it was. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was a Taki flavored sausage. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. It was a Taki flavored sausage. No, but this is this is a um, this is the, the kind of extra hot classic Taki. This is the Taki. These are the Fuego Takis, the extreme. Um, the, the higher tier heat of the kind of classic flavors. And mm. I thought, you know what? Felt appropriate for our year one episode to get back get back to our roots. Get back to is, basics. Get, which Just is regular old hot snacks. Straight, and... Regular ass old I feel hot like snacks. the only thing that is missing is that no one brought wet meats. I know. That would have been more apropos. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was going to. I was at the store. I was looking around. I was like, nothing really sounds that interesting. I figure we'll get back to it. I feel like you're now a wet meat elitist, and I don't know. Like, you know, I don't think you should do <laughs> well, that to it. That, it was just like spicy Slim Jims. I'm like, eh, come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. We're better than that. I mean, I'm not better than that, but I mean, we're, we've done that. <laughs> These are just, they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love me a fucking Taki. Although these are not as spicy as I remembered. They're not that spicy. I do. I think we've already mentioned it before. They always have this like lime type character, you know, like right. tahini type vibe. They yeah, they always better. add a lot of citric acid to mm-hmm. Takis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are good as I'll hell, though. It. I'd eat that whole bag in five seconds. 
Got me back on track. Really making the turkey hill. I actually just had a really good Not idea. So these are like obviously rolled up little snacks. Mm-hmm. It'd be really fun to eat these with Bloody Marys, but like stick mm. cheese and like mm-hmm. meats oh, over top. I thought of you were gonna Look. say weed. <laughs> <laughs> Fell it full of weed. And smoke it. <laughs> yeah, I would do that. <laughs> All right. These are just this is an off the wall one here. We've had Warhead brand snacks here before. These are mm-hmm. Warhead's ooze chews. And listen, if you can walk into a store and see something with the word ooze in the name and not buy it, you are a stronger person than me because I cannot. <laughs> as soon as I think ooze, I think the secret of the ooze, I think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I give you my money. I always thought it was fun as a kid to like use warheads to like hurt people. I'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, you <laughs> we've established that Meg likes to use fun things to hurt people. Yeah. Well, it's like what you if shame I them? could make this painful for somebody? <laughs> yeah. You just shame people into eating them. Mm. <laughs> So these what are you, uh, little wuss? <laughs> she does it too with like kids who are like allergic to peanut butter. She's like, Yeah, what are you some sort of sissy? Eat this yeah. peanut butter, you bitch. What is your throat closing up? You fucking bitch. That wasn't ever Ooh, a thing. Who then. can't breathe? No. Why do, okay, oh, why do both of truck. these toys in front of me have like their hands clasped? I understand Austin 316 because he needs beers, but they could also fit these these. They might be things. able to. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm getting distracted. <laughs> um, here's the flavors here. We've got um, the yellow, which is mango, which is I have, strawberry, green apple, black cherry, watermelon, and classic blue raz. Mm. I like the blue raz. Right off the bat, first impression, they don't ooze as much as no. I hope. Misleading. Squeeze them. Maybe they're old. <laughs> Are they old? <laughs> no. no, they're mu- they're much more built like uh, they're built like a cowtail. Yeah. But like with a, a sour gummy exterior rather than that caramel. They're clearly some sort of like extruded thing that has some sort of little like nougaty type of thing in the middle. But I was really hoping it was going to be like a gusher situation. Mm. Yeah, it's not. Or what was uh, what was that gum? And it, this is a real specific oh, like nineties yeah, or something like that that like had the juice in it. Mm-hmm. I think it was a bubbleicious. I'll tell you one. what. I just had a second one. A little oozier. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just a just, little bit. Uh, if any, I think if you put them in the sun. They'll melt a little bit, and then it'll ooze probably a lot better. I felt like a whole wad of them holding them under my armpit for a while. <laughs> By the way, that's my rap name yeah. now, Little Little Uzi. <laughs> but it's O-O-Z. I yeah. feel you just yeah. took that to an extreme level, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants you mm. to put it under your armpit. Mm. He's not for you, it. it's for me. <laughs> yeah. He's not serving you. You ain't my boss. Um, those are good, though. I'm not going to lie. Oh, wait, that's a great... It's movie a good theater, theater snack. snack. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say. Is. I was yeah. sitting there in the movie theater. But I'll again, that. I'll I get some raisin like that it's not that right. sour. I guess I want them to be really tart. Yeah, I want, yeah. Again, you think I want to be you think aggressive. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> well, we learned some things about ourselves in the snack <laughs> section here today. <laughs> the bougie snack ended up being... Here's what we learned. The bougie snack was actually good. Except for when Meg tried to make us barf. <laughs> <laughs> Takis are still good. The generic ass Cheetos sucked. And these could be easier. That's what we learned today. Yeah. Um, Warheads is hurting their own brand by putting things out that are neither oozy or Warhead. Yeah, yeah, not sour and not oozy enough. But I'll tell you, they saying, got me. You put ooze on the package. Yeah. It got I feel me. like you think about kids today, though. They're all like a lot weaker. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, basically, our diets were like red, green, and blue. Like that. Just as colors. Yeah, just, yeah. Just like everything's a syrup that's a color, mm-hmm. and then based off ooze and pop rocks and <laughs> yeah, 
When I was a kid, I, I would just get like the the stuff you squirted on top of snow cones, right? And just like drink a pint of it. Yeah. <laughs> just like, fuck you. What do you want? I'm no ice. Just syrup. No ice. Yeah. Thankful you're still here, Brian. Uh, barely holding on. Icy blue raz, shaken, not stirred. Yeah. Hot. I want it hot. I want it to burn my throat on the way down. Um, yeah. So. Um, we have done our snackies. Mm-hmm. We've done our um, our announcements. We've done our beers. Yes. Let's get into these fucking movies. And Indeed. I, unfortunately, I, I do have to admit, Steve is the current champ and does get to decide the order, as is as is tradition. Champ does get to decide the order. Yeah, that's true. Champ decides that <laughs> Champ will go first. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's talking in third person. That's alarming, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. That's what happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's what power does to you. Uh, Brian will go second and we'll end with Meg. Okay. Yeah, because we want the fun one to wrap this up. Interesting. Interesting. Well, we okay. want the fun one to start as well. <laughs> <laughs> or the, or the, the only good movie. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's do this. All right. It's too, it's too soon for this business. All right, Steve. Kick us off. <laughs> Well, Piranha 2010, also known as Piranha 3D because it has a lot of 3D elements in it, mm-hmm. and uh, they're pretty great, but <laughs> the uh, most liberal use of the word great I've ever heard in my fucking life, but they're better than Friday the 13th Part 3. <laughs> That's true. There's yeah. definitely more numerous than that. Yeah, they're more numerous. They're they're more well incorporated, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> There's some non sequiturs. Yeah. <laughs> Nude, nude uh, swimming, oh, nude yeah. synchronized swimming. All right, that is I'm... tasteful, full frontal. <laughs> I think yeah, I definitely had a note that this movie was basically. I didn't actually see exactly how I wrote it, but oh, it's like overarching theme is just tits and fish for this film. Like, <laughs> <Tits and> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> tits and fish. Uh, yeah. My first note is I'm nervous about why. Why the true reason Steve picked this? Uh, because it rules and it's a summertime film. It is a summertime film. <laughs> Like, we're doing this in the middle of June, or, well, start of June. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the topic. It wasn't the topic, but it also helps fit into the time, gets you in the mindset, gets well, you ready to party. I, I never partied like that. Well, maybe you can try. <laughs> <had> a couple <laughs> times. <laughs> maybe you can try. Maybe it gets you pumped. <laughs> well, then you don't want to. <laughs> I guess you hate to party. <laughs> There's plenty of alcohol. There's plenty of booze. I bet there's some weed. There wasn't a whole lot of weed in this movie. No, there was definitely lots of booze. Coke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Coke. Drinking. Yeah. Doing body shots. Drinking. <laughs> drinking. Losing your salt. Drinking. But uh, yeah, uh, 2010, directed by Alexandra Audra, uh, the the director of High Tension. Uh, he gathers a all star cast. There's a lot of people in this. Mm-hmm. A Some surprised. of which I'm curious as to why they agreed. I, I felt the same. I felt specifically about Adam Scott because I feel like maybe when that came out, I don't know if he was on Parks and Rec yet, but I was just like, if I he don't was, think he was because I don't think he came onto Parks and Rec till like. It'd be I'll really check, funny I'll if check. this was his platform yeah. for getting. Out. I, for, I, I forget when Parks and Rec even started. I mean, he had so. been on Party Down, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah he was been on Party yeah. Down, yeah. and like he just already was associated with like Paul Shear, who's also in this movie. He had just started on Parks. And Rec. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so 
you know, he, he, we have Adam Scott, Paul Shear, we have Jerry O'Connell, which... No, I'm Brian, sorry, he had not quite yet. Okay. Sorry, sorry. He had not quite yet, I believe. Brian was very adamant that Jerry O'Connell is a bad actor, but I think this is a role he's actually good in. Because it seems, like, it seems natural. Like, yeah. You're like, you're a naturally shitty human being. But I'm not saying he's good. He's no. good in this role, though. My note is like, <laughs> every time I see Jerry O'Connell, I have to be talked into not hating him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I go like, oh, fuck this guy. And I'm like, oh, he's not that bad. All right. He can be funny. This is a character. <laughs> but maybe it's a testament to how much, how good at being a douchebag he is. Right. Yeah, feels, I don't. It just felt like too Jared natural. O'Connell. Like it felt too natural for him. Well, he's too good looking, and he mm-hmm. plays douchebag so well mm-hmm. that honestly, it's probably a testament to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, what did we watch him in? Not that long. Scream, ago? Scream Two. Oh yeah, Scream mm-hmm. Two. I'm like, God, he's so hateable. But it's like, yeah, that's kind of what he's supposed and to like, be. And the other thing is like, well, he's not necessarily be totally hateable in Scream Two. He's supposed to be the love interest. No, I, you know who I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of, uh, uh, you know, what movie I'm thinking of is the uh, not Satanic Panic. What was the what was the movie where it was like the rich people in the satanic cult that sacrificed people? It was like not too. It came out not it too just long. Came out like yeah, last year uh, or something like ooh, that. I I do know. I'll, I'll but it's not it. satanic panic. It, it was yeah. it satanic. Yeah, that, that, sound, that sounds actually, right that, to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right I think it was me. called yeah. satanic panic. Actually, yeah. I think if it wasn't that. Yeah, because it was like all suburbs. Yeah, and then it ends with an ultra scene outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's satanic panic. Yeah, that was that's also a good movie. Yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah, just like Piranha 3D. Uh, the movie opens, though, with one of the greatest cameos as well. Uh, ri- one Richard Dreyfus fishing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why? <laughs> I, this is my second note after I was nervous why you picked this movie was, mm-hmm. why would Richard Dreyfus do this? That was my question. <laughs> because it sounded like fun. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe he did, though. Maybe. Maybe 2010 he had an issue with a gambling debt or something. <laughs> he could have. That could be true. <laughs> and, but yeah, it opens with Richard Dreyfus fishing. And then we get the ecological themes that are also present in the host of he throws a bottle. In, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, hold on. He throws a bottle in the lake yeah. and litters. And that's what opens up the seam. That's the straw that breaks the camel's back of opening up the seam to the subterranean underground lake, yeah. which releases the prehistoric piranhas yes. that come and kill him. That's true. As well as everybody else. That's true. There is an ecological element, but mm-hmm. it is 100% played surface level as a jaws ripoff yeah that too mm-hmm. yeah, yeah okay let's you just get be both. clear let's you get clear. both you yeah. it's layered brian <laughs> it's layered <laughs> you by ha- layered you mean ripped off of a bunch of different movies yeah you have <laughs> you have the layering of richard Dreyfus, you know sort of reprising his role he's he's not called hooper but you know <clears throat> yeah you, know, you, you get that but yeah and then you get the ecological disaster. Mm-hmm. And it's all, it's a great message to not litter in lakes like a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> or else sure. you release prana fish. Sure. Just oh, like the host. I just thought I was saying, like, <laughs> beer is somehow the cause to all these problems. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, no, because when like you. It's like an underarching theme of all of our lives. <laughs> but the thing is, like, there wasn't really a theme of littering throughout the There was, because they were like, yeah, they were like literally said the whole time, like every spring break, these like, because they made the joke when they were diving, they're like taking dibs on shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right. And, and also, and, 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 and also that, Ving Rhames made that kid clean up all that shit too. That's yeah. true. You're mm-hmm. right. You're right. I forgot yep. about that. Yep. Yep. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Ecology is part of it. <laughs> kind of. Sure. Just, just as smart as the host. <laughs> The false equivalencies. I like, I like the false equivalencies here. <laughs> but well, no, the the false equivalency ends at that because then piranha's more fun, and then it's also a half hour shorter. So 
<laughs> but it we'll felt a half that. hour longer. <laughs> but the other thing is, this film also has the themes of family, just like the host. But again, more what? fun and a half hour shorter. So your argument is, this is almost <laughs> as good as those. No, I'm saying it's better because it's shorter and funner, and it's got more boobs and blood. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And 3D. But, the, I, but, but we have to say that, like, we do have to agree here that the fish, like, w- would it be considered CG or whatever? It was yeah, terrible. As fucking. Everybody's awful. Uh, look. I'm gonna put a rule right I'm, now. I'm gonna say mine was not the worst. No, I'm gonna say everybody's CGI is bad, so we can't say anything about mine that. Mine was the best. It was mine was the least worst. No, yes. I actually don't think so. Mm. I I think you. I think yours was the worst. Yeah, and then Piranha was, 3D was mine. definitely the worst. And then yours was second worst, and then mine was the best. There's way sure, more practicals in Deep Blue Sea. That's true. So like, there's one practical scene at the end of the host, mm-hmm. but I think that it's aged too badly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, my movie. Also, it's too much daylight. Um, let's also be clear. Meg's movie cost, I think, eighty million dollars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So let's just keep that. Okay. It should be definitely the best. If not, that should be because it costs either 60 or 80 million. I mean, million you've seen the dollars. cast, right? I mean, you did see the cast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they had to spend a lot of money <laughs> on the cast. But my <laughs> cast has turned out to be way more long standing uh, as an ensemble. You know, people are definitely way into Elizabeth Shue, who's currently on The Boys. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. One. It's one of the most but famous. One. Thomas Jane is still doing uh, yeah, stuff. Thomas like, Jane nobody is... pays attention to Thomas. Thomas Jane is Who? doing those shit Excuse ass me. movies with Bruce Excuse Willis. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. Thomas Jane is oh my fantastic. Gosh. I do love Thomas Jane. He, he's such a he's, beautiful He man. was enjoyable until he I mean, he's... sucks in your movie, but he's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was. He's in the mist. He's in the mm-hmm. mist, yep. and he's in um. Oh, what's the Christina Applegate, Cameron Diaz movie? The sweetest thing. Uh, didn't he play the Punisher at some point too? Yeah, yeah. But it's a bad Punisher movie, mm-hmm. so I do remember that. It's not Warzone. <laughs> it's not Punisher Warzone. That's right. <laughs> Let's keep talking about your bad movie. I'm just. I actually in the first scene though. I was gonna say because I didn't like like when he was being attacked. I thought that looked really bad, but. The only redeeming thing is like when he his hand was out. I felt like however they so, did that cool. special so effect was actually yeah, really good. Yeah, the practical effects are done by Greg Nicotero, so that's why all of that rules. Mm. And then the CGI is bad, but everybody's CGI is bad, so I don't feel bad about that. Yeah, yeah, we're we're <laughs> we're all generally in the same area with CGI. Yeah, I feel like. yeah, it's not great. Uh, but the, the the practical effects are good and are probably the best in mine, and then. Second in Megs, and then there really isn't too much not going much on. In the way of practical effects, but there is a lot of, um, I would say, the people in mine interacting with the CGI monster is very believable. Mm, yeah, like they yeah. put the, they put the CGI monster okay. in the scenes well. Right. But let me also say this: it was just everyone running away from something. No, there was a lot of <laughs> there's there some, there some good tail stuff. Yeah, yeah. There there's was some... and there was close quarters fighting of it mm-hmm. there was people yep. getting knocked out of the way like narrowly a missing danger um i just remember the first time i saw it now this movie's coming up on 20 years old mm-hmm. and i remember see- anyway we're not talking about my yeah movie. I, wait, I, wait, wait, say, wait. I think steve's doing something on purpose yeah, yeah. so we need to he's stop throwing us for a loop yeah. we're, we're playing into his shenanigans <laughs> i was just talking about how there's a theme of family steve, but you guys can't see steve. he's, he's getting- doing this hands in the air thing like i didn't even mean to <laughs> I'm just saying that like, I was talking about the themes of family in my film, and you sure. guys tried to derail me. <laughs> but 
what we're introduced to Elizabeth Shue, who is the sheriff of the of this town, mm-hmm. Lake Victoria in Arizona, which is very much I don't I don't know how much of a party town that is, but everybody knows like the Lake Havasu. Yeah, you know, it's a very Lake Havasu, Lake Tahoe, not mm-hmm. Lake, Tahoe, Lake Havasu kind of feel, right. I guess. Yeah, everybody's on a party boat getting drunk, yeah. and she's the one that's in charge of all these people, and she is very much fed up and tired and stretched to her limit. And as a single mother, she also has to deal with three kids, which is really hard on her. So, <laughs> I'm not laughing at single mothers. I'm laughing at Steve. And Steve like, Seems like he did that like look up like, thing. Like this is serious. This is serious. It's like, a lot. am I gonna hit it's a, a lot. string with Megan over here? No, bro. I wasn't even trying. I mean, I just looked at you at that moment, but I wasn't. I was just more playing to the audience. My favorite boat, like when they were like doing all the party scenes, was the Jesus boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're like, read the Bible. It just was a. It just said, read the Bible. Yeah. Just read the Bible, and then like, if I ever saw somebody with a sign that just said, read the Bible, I'd just be like, no. no. <laughs> Actually, I have. I did Bible quizzing as a child. It's not great. Yeah, it's not. It's boring. Eighty percent of it is unreadable. Yeah, yeah. You cannot understand that as a child. Good luck. Yeah. You can understand the parts about the bears attacking people, and that's about it. <laughs> but yeah, the we get introduced to Jake. Who's also who is the son of the sheriff? He's living in town, and he really desperately wants to go out and party with everybody else, but he, he can't. Wants his penis touch, you know. Yeah, he's a teenage yeah. boy. He's seventeen. He's, horny. he's trying. Who to... was the his love interest? What like what is her actual name? Because I'm like she looks really familiar. Oh, because she was on uh, oh um, the Chicago based uh, Shameless. Oh, okay. The, yeah, she oh, actually yeah. played like um, in later season part of this like couple anyway okay. i was her, trying to figure her, out where her where she, i could see her from yeah her name is jessica shore i think okay. or something like that uh but then she's also on the orville this season i believe so okay. yeah um yeah it, she is introduced as kelly she's back in town from college uh but she's still meeting up with her old high school flame uh, and Jake is obviously, you know, the spurned. Never date a DJ. <laughs> yeah. I, I did. That was that was a pretty funny thumb. scene when they're in the. So f- first of all, also don't ever date anyone who drives a Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a hard. Just no Jeep Wranglers. But they're in the Jeep. This is not you know, a dating down, relationship and advice. He ter- turns turns to him and he's like, "Hey man." He's like, "Hey dude." <laughs> gives him a finger. Yeah. I do always love a gag when somebody's like super mean to somebody for no reason like right. that. It's funny. It is funny. And then this is where you get your first bit of uh, 3D too. Mm-hmm. Cuz he's like, "Hey, nice shirt." And he goes, "Oh, thanks." And then he throws an icy at him and hits him right in the shirt, but the icy comes at the screen. It was like a full icy. You just wasted the yeah, icy, bro. What a waste. But I mean, this was 2010, so it probably only cost like a buck 25. Yeah. <laughs> Inflation had not hit the icy scene yet. <laughs> right. I do like. I did note that this was the late 2000s, which was um, before fat people existed, mm-hmm. and everyone was a douche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone is. This was that perfect sweet spot between like 2004 and 2008, nine, where everyone was insanely skinny. Mm-hmm. Like you look around the th- scene, and I was like, there is not one person who is above like 25 BMI on this entire fucking cast. I really had uh, a funny... Because well, he's a big dude. Well, he's yeah. huge. Yeah, right, he's yeah. huge. But that's it. <laughs> but, like was... all the extras in the background, they all look like they're on like six-month Coke benders. A yeah. note I had on like... They all look all like Parasilin. Like every <laughs> extra that you're referring to is that I think the direction that they gave them was, was that... Be any... hot. No, no. <laughs> when in doubt, 
put your butt towards the camera <laughs> and just like lay on something. Never make eye contact with the camera. Do not only camera. have your butt. Only butts. The only person who was not built like Paris Hilton was later on uh, one Miss Jana Michaels. Yeah, <laughs> but, but she's a legend there. and everybody yeah. would recognize her. Yeah, yeah, I immediately <laughs> recognized her. You haven't got there? We'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we'll get what? There. <laughs> she's a very famous porn actress. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I missed something. It's hard, it, was she one of the ones on the boat? No. Oh, she okay. was the one parasailing with her boobs out. Oh, yeah. okay, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, very famous, very well known because she's like one of the few porn actresses that she's like 5'10. Okay. So she's like a she's like a taller, bigger mm-hmm. lady. She does the Amazonian. Yeah, type she, shit, yeah, yeah, exactly. She Amazonian mm-hmm. does type shit. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. and she's like super aggro. <laughs> right. I really I just have... beats the shit out of dudes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like spits on their dicks and like cool. <laughs> and, and like swings like them around good... by their dicks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's very real she's... Wonder Woman bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you know the Futurama reference of death by snoo snoo, that yeah, <laughs> I'm, we're getting up on a tangent here. I in college had a entire folder dedicated oh, to Gianna Michaels. <laughs> she was ooh, top tier for me in college. Big she, mommy took me away. <laughs> she had a whole I had a whole folder. But again, just another yeah, perfect great. casting by Alexandra Aja to get people to recognize they're like, oh, I know who that is, and I'm not gonna talk about it, but <laughs> <laughs> Too bad she's a terrible Guess what? Actress. We all yeah. just talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we talk about it now because we're old and it doesn't matter. <laughs> and it's the future. Everybody's, you know, open yeah. with their sexual things. Very true. <laughs> like Twitter is disgusting. Have you ever been? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, through this, we also get introduced to Jake's young, younger sister. And then this is where kind of the inciting incident of Jake's younger sister runs into a, a wild, wild girl, which is an obvious girl's gone wild takeoff. Yeah. And they're having a conversation. Jake comes to pick up his daughter or pick up his sister. And he meets Jerry O'Connell, who's looking for a local tour guide to take him around the lake. And, you know, he, he Jake is enticed by women because of his penis because he's 17. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's also like this girl. The little girl was just like boobs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she was also setting him up. Um, there was the uh, yeah, this this woman who was part of the shoot was like. 10 years older than everyone and mm-hmm. l- looked like a Victoria's Secrets model. Like right. she's mm-hmm. not, there was a, it was a very different vibe. She was, yeah, she was very easily 25 and we've already established Jake is 17. Yeah. So again, this is a 2010 of the age, you know, like yeah. you can still do this me too stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, otherwise it would be considered grooming. And people would be very upset. Yeah. She's, she's nine to 10 years older than him. <laughs> right. <laughs> But still, he's he's driven by his penis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The but theme he, of this movie is nice. Nice. <laughs> it is. <laughs> That's why this movie rules. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, he he gets this job offer to take him around. His sister is obviously gonna tattle or you know rat him out that he has to babysit, but he doesn't want to do that. Uh, back at home, you get to meet the other the little brother. And, you know, Elizabeth Shue is very adamant about him watching his little brother and sister. As he's very adamant about watching porn. And he's trying to watch porn, yes. (laughs) Because, again, (laughs) don't bust in my room. Which, this this actor who's playing Jake, he's not, like, the best actor. Mm -hmm. No. But this scene is probably the most real. 
And when he's like, Mom, come on. Like, no. I asked you to knock. I asked you to knock. Like, I don't need any coaching here. Yeah. I have like, experience. Yeah. I just got done doing this like probably three weeks ago. Like, <laughs> He um, is, um, I would go as far as say, terrible actor. Yeah. He's yeah. not great. But. <laughs> the only, and, I, and the whole time Kate and I were watching this the other night and I was like, what do we know him from? And she knew him from some like little obscure, you know, ABC free form show or oh, some okay. shit or whatever. But um, he was in like the Vampire Diaries. That's sure, it. if you say so. Yeah, he, he was really in nothing else. Like after he had this like five year window where he was like in a few things. Yeah. Like teen things mm-hmm. and then never again. Mm-hmm. He probably just got old as he, you know, and ugly. So. Yeah. Maybe yeah, it was no. this movie that kind of ruined him. Might be. I don't, think, nah, I don't think it ruined him. It's just one of those like you get old, and if you can't act, then people don't want to hire you. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, at some point you have to be good. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can be cute for only so long. <laughs> yep. uh, Except yeah. for if you're Adam Scott, you're cute forever. Apparently, right? Because <laughs> this was so long ago. He looks exactly the fucking same he as does. he does now. Mm-hmm. He he is like uh, uh, what's his name? Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Yeah. And that he doesn't mm, fucking age. Yeah. Right. Except for unlike Paul Rudd, he cannot do action and shouldn't ever. <laughs> I think I think that I think that's the best and most surprising part of this. That's awesome to go back and watch this movie and go, yeah. Adam Scott action hero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean his his character his character is likable and we we can just move on to when he's being introduced, uh, because of this earthquake that happened underneath the lake that released the piranhas, they they call in the geologists. And Adam Scott is part of this team. He comes out with uh, two divers to check the geology of the lake. And they meet up with Elizabeth Shue. And she has to escort them around while also, you know, her deputies are watching the lake. And basically, this is where the story breaks off into its A, B, and C plots. And and it's all family related because you have Elizabeth Shue out with the divers. Jake goes on the party boat with the porn actresses and Paul Shear and Jerry O'Connell and his... His love interest is begrudgingly dragged along in a way, but she also comes along rebelliously. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like she, she's very much rebelling, rebelling against what other men would tell her what to do. Mm-hmm. Cause she's already she didn't get the backstage passes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, she, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> she's already upset at Todd. Who's probably the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Later in the film. We've all dated his... a Todd. It's okay. <laughs> He's like the worst person. I never dated a Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's he's the worst, and then she's right after him. She's the worst. Yeah. Too. yeah, but yeah, she she's on. You know, Jake is trying to convince and her Jake's not to the go. worst too. There's yeah, no one Jake's, good. Jake's not great either. Yeah, they're all the worst. <laughs> he should have just watched his. You know, yeah, watch your fucking don't don't go out on weird, creepy rapist porn boats. Yeah, just and where they just try to pressure seventeen year old girls to take their tops off. He's just, just watch your fucking little brothers. Yeah, huge. He I, what? I, okay, I'm gonna like talk shit on Jake for a second too. Just like and how bad of an actor was like every time there was something related to the wild world girls like the look on his face was always just like that surprise like sick and he probably immediately had a boner and yeah. they just didn't show it it was like that bad acting though yeah it is it was because it was just so awkward i was like god no was like, it was like he like had cringe. never yeah he was not trying to play it cool at all it was like a looney tunes eyes bug out of the yeah. head yeah yeah but I think that's good acting. If he, if that, maybe for this specific type of movie, yeah, it's a very cartoonish like, yeah. performances. Across yeah, the but board. I mean, yeah, yeah. for the character he's playing, he's playing a dude who has never had his dick touched. So, like, you go out with literally <laughs> a person who's hotter than you'll ever speak to again. 
<laughs> and her blonde friend. <laughs> I mean, I'll let you guys. And they're going to get him. naked. Mm. Yeah, I'm I not think... saying that a 17 year old kid wouldn't be excited about this. Yeah, I'm just saying that this guy was a bad actor. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I think he's playing that role well of being just so aghast. I, just, I still like, he... like. I think it's like a caricature. Like I do think it's just like a yeah. cartoony. Yeah, that's all he's I cartoony, but I th- I feel like a lot of. Did you see? Uh, say okay, in the scene where like he's going down to the boat, yep. and there's just like the big party crowd yep. by the bar by the boat. Did you see the other nerd that was like really next to him? Like there's a there's a okay, there's another there's another guy who's right next to him, and he has like the biggest horn rim glasses, and you can tell he's just like a total spaz. Okay, and he makes Jake look awesome in this scene because <laughs> if you see this kid, he's just like, oh my god, I saw a boob. <laughs> I missed this. Go back, yeah, go see, back yeah. for just that scene, and yeah. you'll see this kid. He sticks out like a sore thumb. He's right over like <laughs> Jake's right shoulder, and mm. you'll see him right there, just like oh, <laughs> <laughs> a lady. <laughs> yeah. And he then for the, sure had a yeah, The C plot of this is that the the his, the kids that he's supposed to be watching, Jake. They go out on a canoe and they go rowing out to a little fun remote island. And then the canoe gets lost. So now little shithead kids, they're dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Shitheads. Yeah. Yeah, They're dumb. They could have just stayed on that rock the entire time and been safer than everybody else. So (laughs) like there's no ticking clock for them to get off that Uh, rock. Maybe like a rising or like rising the tide, maybe. No, it's a lake. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's still like kind of like you can kind of get some tides though. Yeah, that, big I mean, it's not a, yeah, yeah, yeah. There just wasn't a there wasn't a ticking clock until they got on the boat later that like and then it started you know filling up with water and that they were really in peril. But yeah, they could have just stayed out there and like somebody picked them up later. They would have been hungry and sunburnt, but it'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, you get a couple more attacks here and there. Well, the divers, I had a comment about the divers because I felt like when they went down and they obviously got killed, Mm -hmm. like when they were going in the cave, it kind of had that like alien Prometheus vibe, like Mm -hmm. with all the eggs, I think, like it reminded me of that. Yeah, 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 it definitely, they they do a pretty decent job, even though it it is really dark and murky and just like Mm -hmm. what whatever I was watching, like was badly compressed and but, you know, you still had those like these towering spires of piranha eggs. And it, it's a kind of a cool reveal where, you know, the the one diver goes to pick up an egg, gets bit, and then lights an underwater flare, and he's just surrounded by all those fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just get, like, a sense of the scale of, like, all the fish that are, you know, But then there. Why, well, the fish have that, like, Dilophosaurus spitter dinosaur from Jurassic Park <laughs> thing going, mm-hmm. where they, like, yeah. their gills turn into this little, like... It's a little frill. Henry yeah. VIII, you know, ring thing around their head, <laughs> kind of like the spitter dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. Yeah. I thought that was odd. I didn't know the fishes, fish have that. Well, they're like Some of them ancient. Do. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. ancient. Yeah, they're so ancient. They're ancient fish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of weird fish out there, Brian. There's that's one true. that has a fucking light bulb on its head. That's true. What are you I mad about? That one. <laughs> I just thought that was strange. Like, it's not like any other piranha I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, well, but it's I guess they're prehistoric is... yeah. piranhas. Yeah. Right. All right, fair enough, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> also, right, it, I'll take it. Also, also, it helps you, you know, know how the piranhas are emoting, you know? That's true. Are they super angry or are they regular angry? Yeah, see, they're piranhas, <laughs> so they should just all be, like, neutral. <laughs> yeah. They don't have human motions because they're fish. I just want to, like, think that they could also use those to, like, purr like cats. Like, purr, yeah. Like. 
It's like it's how they uh, it's how they sense what's around them. Their their eyesight's so fucking bad from being in an underground cave mm. that mm-hmm. they shake the frills. Yeah, and they, I it's guess like if they have been in yeah. if they've been in an underground lake this long, they should not be able to see. Right, just like the descent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Another great movie. Another great movie. Yes. <laughs> Another great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Put this on the face of the descent. Um, We're actually gonna start talking about that movie. Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like The Descent, this is also a movie. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, did you mention the the fact when they fully rip off the Jaws storyline so much so that they have the conversation about how they, they can't cho- they can't but it's like an afterthought. It's forty five seconds of them going, uh, we can't close the lake. It's too financially important for our town. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, but then there's there's never like all any yeah. anything else associated with that. They just were like, that's why we're gonna not do it. Right. Well, yeah. they. I mean, they they. It, that's an earlier scene before they have a full scale of what's going on. Because at that point, they had only found a body. Right. They found a body that, and by Ving Rhames's assessment, the body could have been in the lake for years. Mm-hmm. So essentially they're discovering like maybe an old murder scene or an old drowning. Mm-hmm. They don't know it's an active, Oh, Richard Dreyfus just got eight mm-hmm. earlier that day. Right. You know, uh, once, once they do discover it's all piranhas all the way down, they do try to, you know, close that shit up. They do. They yeah. make up, they make a modest effort. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it is just, again, a fun little Jaws reference, but I think it's more important later on that once they discover there's a problem, they try to shut it down. They don't, <laughs> they don't let some doofass mayor in a shitty anchor jacket tell them what's going on. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this is your first instance of Adam Scott hero as well, because yeah. as the divers are coming back up, one is being torn apart by the piranhas and he dives in after without even thinking because mm-hmm. he's a brave man. A brave man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he brings up her body and it is uh, just torn apart and this is where you get like a really great Nicotero just gory gross body. <laughs> yeah, they do a couple of those because then yeah. it happens with uh, Jerry O'Connell later mm-hmm. and yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's when they decided it's time to shut down the lake. Uh, but they go back to the lake and everybody's partying. Nobody's listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because they're just telling people to show their Danny DeVitos. Right. Well, that's Eli Roth. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I have nothing good to say about Eli Roth. <laughs> yeah. Eli Roth, um, it makes sense that Eli Roth would be in this movie yeah. and would get that kill because he is definitely an exploitation horror mm-hmm. guy mm-hmm. like unapologetically he's into exploitation horror and that's what pretty much what this is this is the 2010 equivalent <clears throat> of just like shameless exploitation horror mm-hmm. so yeah it, it would make sense that Eli Roth is yeah there. yeah the, these films are few and far between nowadays yeah like uh, I would say actually the sadness is close mm. in a lot of ways, just on levels of gore mm-hmm. and the the disgusting lengths that film goes to. Mm. Yeah, you know, so it's so rare that people are willing to put enough money into a horror film to make it as gross as this. Because I mean, this one is basically an ecological disaster uh, with the way they it's it it was so many thousands of gallons of blood. That they pumped into a real lake to I, like I believe it. Yeah. yeah. To just basically turn the lake red for that ending scene. Mm-hmm. Um so and, and then you just have all the like gross uh like all the gross body parts all through it, all the makeup that's on all these people at the end. You have that crazy stunt where Todd is running a boat through a whole bunch of people 
eventually gets the girl with the rudder i thought that Mm -hmm. actually was a pretty good one where it pulled her right yeah it just rips her face off yeah yeah this i mean this movie had um i mean it was exploitation horror so it's like you got to give it some some get out of jail free cards yeah but there's just so much stuff that I have written down here <laughs> that I'm just going to not let you glance over. <laughs> so just keep going and then what, we'll like hit the, it if we go. Like what? Like the taste the taste. So first of all the music is painful in the whole movie. Eh, I never really noticed it. God, I I it was like piercing my ears. What was while. like it was like either the intro or the ending song that was just like I oh. I, I can't remember exactly all it said. It was just really bad like cock rock yeah. bullshit but also like so um just like on the nose the entire time like show me your tits it's summer break right yeah yeah like, that was that's... the name of the song i think it was called show me your tits in parentheses it's summer break yeah but there was also just so many just like generic like oomts, 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 yeah. for what seemed like hours it was it became difficult to take i mean there was at one point i was like oh my god how far are we into this movie i was like we're not halfway through. I feel like Brian unfairly threw himself into a K-hole and then listen, <laughs> and listened to the music. I really, really couldn't take the music. Which the also makes more sense is like he doesn't have his glasses, so he's blind. So he's watching the movie and he can't really focus on the visuals. So all he's focusing on is the audio. For the movie. I wish I didn't, but I did. Let's see. Back on the B line, we have... Uh, we have Kelly floating out in a remote part of the lake, and then you have, you know, the the most tasteful front full frontal nudity that you'll get this side of 2010. <laughs> it's essentially like they tried to do the like trippy dream sequence from the Big Lebowski, mm-hmm. but did it in 3D and just with like nude, like skinny dipping, yeah, women, mm-hmm. yeah, but. How do they hold their breath that long? Like, they held their breath for, like, eight minutes. That's just the magic of editing, Brian. You're looking way too hard into this. <laughs> I'm just saying, it went on for a long time. Plus, how do you know that they're not also free divers? Just because they take their clothes off, Brian? Very misogynist of you. <laughs> how, do you how do you know that they don't hold the Guinness Book of World Records for police how, long, over here. how long they can hold their breath? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know. They can be world record divers right yeah no that i i actually that was the end to me too at first it took me a minute which one we were talking about whether it was the um chick we talked about earlier that no that was like i thought the same thing i'm like there's no way like maybe they had a a diver hidden they're like here breathe now go back to do your sexy shit it's just just artistic editing that's all it was could be um that (laughs) scene was on that so all the so 3d 98 percent of the time 3d sucks yeah um this is no exception, but they did at least try to get creative with the way they used it, but it didn't make it impactful. No, but I, and I think it's fine that it wasn't impactful because if you try to tie it too much to the movie, then when you watch it in not 3D, mm-hmm. it like it overall hurts it. Like yeah. it like if you go back to Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. there are just so many dumb fucking gimmicks that waste time like the yo-yo scene. <laughs> Where it's just like a minute and a half of a yo-yo coming at the screen, and it has nothing to do with any fucking thing. Like the <laughs> yeah. yo-yo isn't used to hit Jason later on in the film. It's <laughs> right. a, it's just pointless. Whereas this one, you a, a good example of the good use of 3D is after uh, Kelly 
it, like they, they're doing body shots on the boat and Kelly has had too much to drink and she goes to throw up and she throws up right into the camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it's a funny gag and it's just quick and it's only that one little thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to look too much into it. Mm-hmm. So and and it also just it does work without the three D because it's just like, oh, she's just throwing up at the camera and mm-hmm. it's just a funny camera angle at that yeah. point. Yeah, it's just, I mean, again, it's just, it's straight up exploitation horror. So whatever they can do to get people to buy a ticket is basically what they're doing. Yeah, it's exploitation horror because you get to see a penis burped at the screen. Yes. That's funny. We haven't got there yet. (laughs) That's funny, Brian. Jerry O'Connell's dick. Um, it's definitely one of my larger notes. And then then burps the full dick out. Yeah. With just a little bite taken out of it. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yep, I'm just going to let that speak for itself. Yeah, it's fun, and it's funny. You're not having a good time at spring break, Brian. If you're not getting your dick eaten by fish, yeah. (laughs) Brian is actively trying to have a downer summer, but not enjoying fish biting penises. A downer summer instead of a boner summer. Steve's trying to have a boner summer. I'm having a downer summer. Hell yeah, y'all. We have had a shit past two years. We should all get out there and have 2010 boner summer. Woo! <laughs> Thank you, Meg. <laughs> 2010 boner summer. Here That's for the boner summer. Yeah. Or just boner summer 2010. Yeah. I'm still waiting for my slasher girl summer, so you can't put that one out without putting 2010 my boner house. summer. Maybe it'll come out at the same time. 2010 boner summer. Slasher girl summer and boner summer. <laughs> but it's got to be 2010 yeah, boner summer. Yeah, 2010 boner summer. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! I can't imagine everyone rocking. Oh. <laughs> Everybody wants to go back to 2010. 2010 was a whole lot better. Um, Everybody drinking, partying on the lake. No fatties. <laughs> <laughs> no fatties. Boner summer 2010. Boner summer. It should say that's like no fatties, yeah. and then the quote is boner summer 2010. Yeah. Like somebody said that right. during boner summer 2010. Yeah. Uh, it's like a roll shirt. Yeah, it's a quote of the summer. Just a quote. Yeah, just like quoted somebody. You know, <laughs> Skyler, no fatties. <laughs> Skyler, it would be Skyler. Yeah. yeah. Um, be Chad. There's a lot of CGI blood mm-hmm. uh, in this movie. There's um, also a lot of practical blood. It, uh, yeah. They, they... So uh, here, the reason I was getting to that is mm. they have this whole theme that they figure out that um, blood is like the signal for them all to attack right yeah yeah like a shark right but they take it so far that it's not just that when they smell or taste blood they attack whatever's in the vicinity Mm -hmm. they only attack the person the blood is coming from um well no because they also mm. because at one point jerry o'connell runs in jumps in to save the the other girl right they she gets bit first. She becomes. She starts so, bleeding. Right, and they only attack her. Right. Well, so they do kind of explain that the signal is the blood because mm-hmm. it the the first bite draws blood, and then that's the overwhelming signal for the pack to come. Mm-hmm. They do explain that at one point. They do. So, but like, if there's just but, two people in a pool of blood, mm-hmm. the shark, the fish don't know where the blood came from. Right, but it's a, it's a prioritization. I suppose. For, for but them. he was untouched. That's why I was saying. Yeah, like, he, yeah, he went untouched that, in that instance. And then there was another play point where I think, and forgive me, maybe I'm wrong. The insinuation was they were swimming around and they attacked 
a, a woman? And was the insinuation that she was menstruating? W- which woman? The yeah. one whose butt was down in the water? Oh, in maybe. In the tube? Yeah, maybe. And they're going around, mm. just going past people or whatever. And then they show that redheaded woman, and she's just sitting there, and she's got like a bikini with like I, I don't know if I'm... I remember thinking the bikini... At this point, I was fairly stoned because I've checked out of this movie. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure her bikini was red polka dot bikini. Okay. Oh, and she was like sitting in a tube with like her you know, yeah, yeah. ass what? in the water and no one's getting touched. And all of a sudden, it goes up and bites her mm. undercarriage. Yeah. And mm. I think the insinuation was... Uh, I mean, it might have been an issue. Yeah. I mean, I feel like... I just don't see. I don't really totally see the A to Z, like unless you're like super naive about menstruating. Yeah. But like, maybe it was a color thing. No, I think it was they wanted that to be the connection, and then somebody was like, "That's too stupid," and then they were like, "All right, let's just keep it loose." And then and yeah, and then it was just like, "Well, how do we show that?" You know, that was what caused it right. because well, it was like, right after remember? they had a conversation about the blood being the signifier. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. even so much so as Kate was like. Are they looking for someone on their period? Is that what's happening right now? Like we, that was like we both came to the same conclusion. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah, it it might have been that, and like they just didn't show it real well. I think it was just a matter of the there was so many targets in the water at that point. Yeah, and they just like that was the first one that you see in the editing because because yeah. the, the other thing is they start with is you get the cameo from Christopher Lloyd as yes. the fish expert. And he sh- he demonstrates that just merely entering the water activates them because he taps his fingers into the into the tank. Well, yeah. I mean, if if it is a, like a like a sensing thing, maybe it could have even brushed like their gill things might have like brushed up against someone and mm-hmm. just went like, whoa, boom. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 because even after that woman is attacked and pulled out of the inner tube. Like it's just full on feeding frenzy, not just mm-hmm. on her. It's on everybody. Yeah, that's yeah. like what kicks it. Yeah, up. yeah. yeah. I think My... it's just the gag that she goes through the inner tube. Yeah, and which is funnier than just like a regular person sure. who's standing in the water I getting suppose. a test. Yeah, I my my favorite part of that whole scene because that was just like a lot of just like chaos and yeah. blood and biting. It's, it's a half hour of fucking massacre. The, it goes on for a long yeah, time. It, it, yeah, for a very long. Like the is it the deputy? that um ends up like basically brain deading like all of these piranhas mm-hmm. towards the end with the rudder i was yeah Ving like, rains breaks off yeah a, a motorboat rudder and, <laughs> and just then, starts bringing it down on you know yeah, all yeah. the fish he's basically spinning in the water with an outboard engine yeah and just shredding all of them but there's a scene where i wrote down I don't think they properly explain explain to Vin Ring Rames what was actually going to be happening in the scene <laughs> because he is like kind of falling and getting eaten as he's spinning around so it's kind of like this like I'm going down with the ship type of moment. Yeah. But the way he's like posturing himself and the way he's like delivering the lines, I don't think that he knew what the final shot was going to look like. Maybe, maybe not. I, yeah. I think it was just more of like almost like Terminator Two, Arnold going down. Yeah, like I mean, he, he's just, he's just kind of chopping at him, and like they're they're eating away at him from because he he's in like knee deep water. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Is and so, they're like munching him all over. Right. But I think he thought he was gonna be 
submerged more in water. Yeah. Maybe for the scene. Maybe. He's acting like he's getting eaten, like his legs are getting eaten, Mm -hmm. but he's actually, his face and everything is getting eaten too. It's just. Well, I mean, Mm -hmm. once he, because I mean, once he finally drops, his face is kind of submerged and I'll spoil Piranha 3 double D for you. (laughs) He comes back. (laughs) He comes back? Yeah. Yeah. And he's uh, and he's on um, he he has prosthetic legs. <laughs> wow! But the rest of him's fine. Yeah, he's more or less yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Listen, I was never gonna watch Piranha du- Double D Three Double D yeah. anyway, but. Um... That's interesting to know. Yeah, Maybe so, now I will. So I think what you see is just like the camera cuts too early, but like what really happens is another deputy comes in and drags him out and he has lost his legs. Could be. Yeah. Could and he's, be. he's he's cut up enough piranhas that he isn't getting killed. You know, they're just yeah. kind of nibbling like his back and his butt and, you know, those wounds will heal. Maybe their but own he has blood lost is like, the, it has the opposite effect. It's just like, <laughs> go away. There's so many good people in here. Paul Shear. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. They give him nothing to do. Yeah. He, he's just kind of a boat he captain, camera guy. He doesn't good lines. No. It's like, uh, that's why I wrote, this movie has so many people I like, and now I like them less. Although, <laughs> although Paul was a writer on the film. <laughs> Okay. So there's a good chance that he didn't just want to give himself stuff. The good lines. He yeah. should have. Yeah. He should have. Because um, he's by far the funniest person in this movie. Um, yeah, he did. I kept waiting for like, oh, at least I'm going to get a cut. Because I didn't even know Paul Shear was in this until I started watching it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit. At least we're going to get a couple good lines. Mm. 0.0 good lines for yeah. Paul Shear. Yeah. He did say one little tiny funny thing, but it was like a throwaway line that he just said in a funny way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I mean, he also might have just got edited out because he is like a tertiary character in a B story. So like he's definitely not, yeah 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 he wasn't there to like really deliver out the lines and but yeah if Adam Scott isn't being funny per se he's being you know the action hero mm-hmm. then yeah he he should have you know he should have been there for comedic relief because Jerry O'Connell wasn't he yeah. was just the dickhead you're supposed to hate him yeah he so. was just like the car he was like. Daffy Duck, mm-hmm. and basically in this movie, yeah, you get the family coming back together because once the boat with Jerry O'Connell and Jake and uh, the Wild Wild Girls, they run it aground trying to save the little kids from the island, mm-hmm. and it's at that point that they call in to Elizabeth Shue to let her know, you know, that they're in danger because the boat is sinking. And that they're about to get eaten by piranhas. So her and Adam Scott go out to save, you know, all of her kids and the wild, wild girls and Kelly. <laughs> the wild, wild girls. <laughs> the wild, wild girls. Wild, wild, wild. Which is now girl because the other one has been eaten. A <laughs> <laughs> um, couple of scenes that, that came out like around this time that I really did appreciate was one Ving Rhames just blasting indiscriminately into a crowd of people with a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> Not even the fish at one point. He's just shooting at He, he was just shooting. He yeah. was shooting into the water and you know, it's it was buckshot. So like it's not gonna. He's just peppering people. <laughs> right, He's just peppering people. It's, it's far buckshot. it's far better to kill uh, you know a bunch of fish and then get a couple buckshots in you know your leg <laughs> than get eaten by the there fish. There was a lot of bare asses picking buckshot. Yeah, their, yeah, yeah. Their butt cracks. Like, yeah. Um, Jerry O'Connell. I did say you know, kudos to him. He sent it in this yeah. fucking movie. Yeah, he goes as far. As, so at this point, when he said. They took my penis. <laughs> I thought, 
that was such a fun decision for him to yell that. Yeah. yeah. But then you realize why he did, because they were going to show the CGI penis and the, yeah. and the fish. Now, do you think that came first? It's a question. Do you think it's a chicken or an egg situation? Yeah. I think yeah. I think they're they're definitely planning. I mean, with I it, so he too. he loves his penis too much. Maybe yeah. maybe I mean like maybe he yelled it you know as an improv or not because like the the scene with the penis it does feel very much just like an interstitial because it's mm. edited it on or it's animated on its own. Yeah, mm. I, I felt like I did I did have the feeling that it, it felt like it came like maybe 30 seconds later than it should have. Mm-hmm. As soon as it, he said, they took my penis. Right. Cut. You would expect you know, <laughs> yeah. like an underwater shot <laughs> of a fish pe- like sure. swimming off with his penis. Yeah. Yeah. Which you don't get. Instead, but I like how you get he, a later like, shot. it back up too. That was mm-hmm. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I you, laughed. Yeah, you get you get a you get a shot of the the blonde wild wild girl's silicone tits floating away from her body. Yep. Or maybe they're saline, which is why they would float. I don't know what silicone density is. I am gonna go back. <laughs> I'm gonna go back a few Great scenes, yeah. but I forgot Thanks to for doing mention. Research. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go back. A, I'm gonna go back a couple of scenes, but I want to talk about the the porn star you guys were mentioning who was in the like Paris Gianna Michaels, yeah. I really fucking wanted like piranhas to somehow like attach to her tits and like her come up and then like oh, she yeah. was like that was a missed opportunity no, in my then you couldn't see the tits <laughs> <laughs> touche <laughs> but I mean you're you're right Gianna Michaels had probably had it in her in her contract <laughs> my tits must be visible at all yeah. times <laughs> Because yeah. you, you you are right, Meg. The way they film it, they have her like almost dragging across the water. Yeah. With her tits facing down at the camera in the water, you'd expect like when she comes back up on the parasail that she might have some fish on her boobs, but yeah, that doesn't happen. There, she just kind of gets eaten from the legs down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just kind of a bummer. You know, I feel like they were like carrying her around. I'm trying to think of the movie where they were using a cow to like try to catch <laughs> oh. yeah yeah you know it was uh it was uh the uh, like Lake Placid. Placid. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. i was like are you comparing my princess gianna michaels incredibly rude. to the cow in lake Placid? betty white's cow what the fuck what the fuck Meg? <laughs> fuck you Meg. that's bullshit so rude gianna michaels is a foot taller than you she'll beat your ass yeah <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, I didn't make a mention of this and I, I remember watching this and just like my eyes rolled the way back where at one point they like the piranhas just like munch people right mm-hmm. they do piranha stuff yeah um, but at one point they I, I can only describe it as tornado eat a girl yeah <laughs> they do sport. they do their finishing move yeah <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes yeah they do the RKO of piranhas which yeah. is like they do a weird tornado Eat, yes yes it's so weird it's how they roll it's not explained <laughs> it never happens again or before it kind of happens before and after they tornado eat richard dreyfus not where you actually see not where they spin this, it. the cone yeah. like underwater but that's where they really come into stride you know they're, they've been worked into a frenzy i guess they're, they're really hitting it um <laughs> i don't know if we've gotten to the propane tank situation yet no, we haven't. I mean, okay. No, this is so. This is the rescue scene of you know. Y- y- you do get an, another action hero Adam Scott scene before they go rescue the kids, mm-hmm. where he like does a monkey jump from a boat onto rigging, yeah, and then swings down onto a sea dew, <laughs> and then grabs a loaded shotgun and ro- rides around on a sea dew with a shotgun. Yeah. 
This shooting is his first fish. Willis moment. Yeah, yeah. He's shooting fish. He's, he's rescuing. not convincing at all as a like. I love Adam Scott. I think yeah. he's f- extremely funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not an action hero. It's, it's in this <laughs> unconvincingness though that I enjoy it. Yeah, because it is not believable at all. No, mm-hmm. like I don't even think he has his shirt off. He's like <laughs> no, nothing. Well, imagine, but no one would really want to see Jason that. Statham. <laughs> And him doing the same thing side by side. Yeah. Like how different it would be. <laughs> it would be, be yeah. a co- action comedy. Yeah. Like that's what it would have been. He would be like, the straight, a- like he would be the straight man nerd right. to the, the Jason Statham. It's like oh, when yeah. we see character. The Rock and Kevin Hart doing something together. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If, if he was playing second fiddle to The Rock, that would make total sense. Mm-hmm. He can't pull this off. No, he can't pull it off, but that's why I like it because it's he he, he does come off as like very heroic because he's just rescuing people but, but for no not, reason. He's but not it's even, not. Yeah, it, it is completely out of like it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense at all. Yeah, he doesn't even do it in the like he because he could go the other direction and be like the nerdy unlikely hero like mm-hmm. the, you know Jesse Eisenberg in Zombieland kind right. of situation mm-hmm, yeah. where you're a nerdy guy who steps up and you know has courage when you know mm-hmm. the shit gets wild but no they're trying to make him a, a, an action hero yeah mm-hmm. this I'm trying to think like who who was this meant to be for. If it yeah, yeah, it was not meant to be for Adam Scott, right? Yeah. Who would it have been? I mean, Jason Statham would be the probably obvious maybe one. at that Honestly, time. Honestly, freaking uh, the guy from your movie, we just said his name, Thomas, Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. Thomas, Jane. Thomas mm-hmm. Jane would have been a better, you know, better. But Thomas Jane wouldn't be a scientist, right? Uh, Thomas <laughs> Jane. Nobody's ever believed Thomas, Thomas Jane scientist. <laughs> yeah, Thomas Jane just his face looks oh like he God. can't read. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't mean that disrespectfully. His face is yeah. not meant for reading, yeah. and we're yeah, all yeah. okay with he's that. A, he's a nice guy, but yeah, he's got, we don't, I like nobody Thomas thinks Jane. he reads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one's. That's a, I feel like that's a t-shirt. Thomas Jane. Nobody thinks he reads. No, but like I'm trying to think around that time who frame who would have even made sense. Yeah. Uh, mm, like maybe. Liam Neeson's too old, even then. Uh, Gerard Butler, maybe. Ah, too good looking. I would say you'd be too big too. Eh. I feel like you still need someone who might still be a little bit modest. Vin Diesel can't read. Um, <laughs> Brian's trying, just like reading off people. Who can't I'm trying read. to think. I'm like, nah, that guy can't read. That guy can't read. Matt Damon. Nah. No, I'm, too famous. This, yeah, too famous. They could famous. never afford him. Yeah. Nick Cage would have been sweet. That would he would have been interesting. I mean, I, but I can say that for anything. Right. Yeah. There's yeah, no. You, there's never a scenario where I'm going to go Nick Cage. Yeah. You can be plug sweet. Nick Cage into almost anything. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know what actually might have worked, and he's probably too big for this too. But like, I could have saw a Mark Wahlberg situation At, in 2010. Mm, no, because I, I don't think he landed Transformers yet. So I think Mark Mark Wahlberg would have fit in okay. But yeah, I still think Mark Wahlberg has too much of that dumb, cute look. You know what I mean? Yeah. He oh yeah. Like, no, he's, that's he's definitely like, that's not a scientist. Saying, like, Damn, never mind. You're right. He can't read either. Like, Matt Damon. I feel like he looks smart. Yeah. But also, I feel, I feel everyone like else. Everyone like, I'm thinking of is either they couldn't afford him or they're too stupid looking. <laughs> yeah. Like Daniel Craig can't afford him. I feel. I feel you know? like you would have to rewrite it in that like Mark Wahlberg would have to be one of the divers. But not the scientist. Mm-hmm. Like so, Adam Scott still gets to be the scientist, and he get, and he gets eaten, and yeah. Mark Wahlberg drags his body out of the water. Yeah, 
But yeah, Mark Wahlberg like Mark kid. Wahlberg would have been like punching piranhas <laughs> yeah. in the face. He's like, hey, you fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, piranhas. Hey, mother, I said I. <laughs> Say hello to your mother for me. Fuck you, you Throws fucking piranha. On the boat and he's like, have Ma cook this up. Well, you got a cigarette you don't smoke? Are you some kind of queen? <laughs> Yeah, I honestly can't think of anybody else. Hey, there's a bunch of fucking piranha out here. I can't fucking believe it. I can't fucking believe it. It's piranha. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can you believe all these piranha? You know what? 2010. When did Cabin in the Woods come out? Oh, Cabin in the Woods. I think that was 2014, wasn't it? You could have definitely got a, a Hemsworth. A Hemsworth. A Hemsworth. Mm. You're, yeah, you're right pick. on. Chris Just Hemsworth. Kiss there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Hemsworth, because he doesn't look completely stupid. Right. But he's good looking mm-hmm. and he could be an action star. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Problem solved. He, Hemsworth. He's, he, Take a Hemsworth. I don't even give a shit which one. He just he just straddles the line of himbo that <laughs> Yeah. Like he reads but not good. Right. <laughs> he reads at like a sixth grade level. He reads but out loud. <laughs> Ribs hurt for that one. An adult man reading out loud just kills me. Oh, oh shit! That might be to be the first laugh break we have to edit out. Oh know. god, that was a good one. Touche, yeah. touche, salesman. All right, wrap up your piece of shit movie. We spent a lot of time on this. I movie. know. I well, know. you guys keep interrupting. I know. You don't just bask in the glory of summer fun. That's what all. That's what all the the first movie you oh, always God. get the you always there's the most to talk about. Yeah. Uh yeah. So yeah, the Elizabeth Shue and Adam Scott they drive out to the boat that's stuck in the rocks. It's filling with water, filling with piranhas. Kelly's in danger. The kids and Jake and uh, Wild Wild Girl are in danger. As well, they. So was a wild girl named the last one standing, Denise, because she looked. I think like it's a Denise. Danny. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. call her Denise. I think it's mm-hmm. Danny and <laughs> Danny and Crystal were the wild wild girls. Okay, one uh, of them was Crystal. I knew yeah, the one that I was the one that was Crystal is also a pornographic actress. So <laughs> made sense. Yeah, pornographic. I never I've heard the whole word <laughs> <laughs> said like that a long time. <laughs> This is a sophisticated yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. It's a sophisticated show. Actors. It was it's a, a serious role actor. for her. <laughs> uh, they they basically do the rogue thing, but better. Because remember in Rogue, where they tie the line right, yeah. between the island and the tree? Oh, we forgot about that. Yeah. They, they they're tie... on that little tidal island. Thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah they, they tie a line between the two boats and have the people cross over. Uh, it was kind of stupid, though. <laughs> because they send Danny first and then they have the two kids following behind her and then Elizabeth Shue is following behind her. Well, and, and Kate was saying, thing. why did Elizabeth Shue go first in the first place? Right. It's just one more person has to come back. Yeah. Make any fucking sense. Yeah. One more person to come back and they all go at the same time, which weighs, <laughs> weighs down the line. Yeah. But then also Wild Wild Girl wasn't smart enough to like tie up her hair. <laughs> So, like, the fish are jumping out of the water, biting her hair, and dragging her down into the water. Pulling the whole line down. Yeah, too. pulling yeah. the whole line down. She she goes in, and she gets killed. And, like, I don't know. I felt bad because, like, she didn't do anything wrong. No. She was, like, a nice character. She tried to get Jake's D wet, and then, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you feel bad. But for I feel like at that point it. you knew someone had to die and who was going to die. They're not going to kill a kid. Oh yeah, no, no, exactly. I was like, actually really hoping they were going to kill one of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they're going to do it. Are they going to do it? Let's yeah. Do it. Like the little boy could have gone. He could have like, gone because <laughs> one. Elizabeth Shue already had two sons, so she can stand to lose one wow. and still yeah, have a son. Not weighing fucking... in on that conversation. <laughs> and, and it's just a burden he off her shoulders. Ex- yeah, he was <laughs> he was expendable. Yeah. He was the dumb one that got them stuck on that island in the first sure. fucking place. Little yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's fucking idiot. Wish she would have got eaten. <laughs> but yeah, the kids get saved, Elizabeth Shue crosses, and then Jake decides to have his hero moment because he needs to save Kelly. And this is where this is where it comes back to Brian's convoluted uh, uh, objections to who it gets attacked when, because he throws Jerry O'Connell's body over, which what a horrific thing to have to do <laughs> of like pick up like he's very light at that point. Though. He's That's very light, but also like it was awkward. He dies like minutes before, like <laughs> seconds even before he does it. Like yeah. he goes, oh, like, that guy just died in my arms. Yeet. <laughs> I mean, in in response, he was an asshole. Oh, yeah. He was a shitbird. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. not worried about him dying. You're not feeling bad for him. No, no. And plus, he's dead. You're fucking meat now. Bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you also- meat. Bye. <laughs> just kick his yeah. ass off. Yeah. I wouldn't even pick him up. I just fucking <laughs> got down on my feet and kicked him with my legs like when you're kicking one of your siblings off the bed when you're arguing. See, <laughs> see I wouldn't have because I, did, I wouldn't want to get any of it between my toes. <laughs> I just, I would have something about that. Yeah, you get, yeah, you get human goo between your toes. Yeah. He doesn't want anything between his toes. Don't like it. No. Don't like it. <laughs> Not a fan. No. Uh, Not even sand. No, I mean sand's fine, but it's just like nothing gooey. Like gooey. See, if I see something like like muddy, like I want to put my feet in. <laughs> like if I see like a kind of sloppy, like a mud pit, or like. Like or something. I'm like, oh, I want to see what that feels like squishing in my toes. We're all a very diverse group of people. Yeah, we're well, you know. yeah, yeah. our preferences. Yeah. 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 What do you think about it? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he, he tosses Jerry O'Connell over and then he gets in the other side of the boat. And his plan, I don't even know how he came up with, like, his plan is to have the other boat drag him and Kelly out at the same time. Right. But while he's down there, he also concocts this I'm going to blow up the boat too. <laughs> yep. Like he just improvises like MacGyver. <laughs> he really does. And it, it, I was I made the note that the the propane tanks stick out like a fucking green herb in Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Like they're <laughs> practically glowing in the background. Yeah. In the background. They are uncovered. They're not behind any cabinetry. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. The, the freaking shot like lingers on them mm-hmm. <laughs> almost. Yeah. Which, like, you don't need to do that kind of Chekhov's gun shot at this moment. Like, we're going to figure it out soon enough. Mm-hmm. But he comes up with this, I'm going to release the valves on the propane tanks, and then I'm going to light a flare, mm-hmm. and then it'll float up and then explode. Because I guess he knows he's done that before, maybe. Yeah, this is an old trick. <laughs> old trick for blowing up boats and old, sinking them to the bottom of the lake. Old family trick. <laughs> old trick. That's for... where dad went. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Yeah. That that's a prequel we have not seen. <laughs> I can't wait for the Piranha 3D colon Origins. <laughs> piranha Origins. But would the Origins be like prehistoric time? Oh, then be, that's yeah. oh. that's even the mm. prequel to the prequel. Yeah, yeah. Mm. that would be competing with Jurassic Park. Then at that point, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. might have problems. Dang. No, I don't feel like Jake. Up to this point, we obviously have established Jake has done nothing. 
yeah. to show us that this is something he would ever do. Yeah, he got fucking choked by Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. I would never let Jerry O'Connell choke me. <laughs> I mean, I would in the right circumstances. You know what I mean? <laughs> Saying some man. <laughs> but yeah, he hasn't shown any of his bravery up until this point. So, But he's just so desperate to get his D wet, I think. Because Crystal, he saw get eaten. Danny just I got eaten. I didn't know that like the penis mind could be that strong to like come up with concoct these type of plans. You, you know? have never been a teenage boy, so <laughs> yeah. I've put my the... I've put myself in danger because of horniness a hundred times in my life at least. Literally the X between games... the ages of fourteen and seventeen, I did a hundred times. Yeah. Literally, I've the been X almost games been exist for this whole reason. <laughs> the X games exist because of. Horny teenage yeah. boys. Yeah. What if I jump off this little ramp? Maybe she'll love me. What if I? <laughs> Am I cool now? Am I cool now? <laughs> That's the basic teenage boy mind. Oh, okay, cool. Thanks, guys, for yeah. the insight. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Just imperiling yourself in hopes of getting touched. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, his his plan, you know, magically works. They're dragged out through the boat, and uh, it, it explodes and kills a lot of the fish and stuns a lot of them. And they're pretty confident they're all dead at that point. Yeah, weirdly. Yeah, but Even they're like despite, they're all dead. Yay! Like despite being told there's thousands of yeah, them. Yeah, I'm like yeah. yeah, and they like are quickly not understanding that the thing that killed the one diver actually there's like thousands of little guys down mm. there still. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's still a whole bunch over. of eggs. Yeah. Uh, they, they, and then it just ends with like a fun little call from Christopher Lloyd explaining that the piranhas we've been seeing are all just like the young, unmature babies. And, uh, Adam Scott just kind of gives a fun, like, hmm, well then where are the pair? And then gets eaten by a giant piranha. Yeah. But though yeah. his line delivery, like, is so strange. He's like, where are the parents again? Like, like somebody told him and he forgot that. Right, it's such a weird line delivery. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was it was fine. It was funny enough, and you know, it was a good <clears throat> jump scare surprise to right. end it with. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And then you get Piranha Three Double D. Yeah, you sure do. Bing Rames is back. <laughs> I, I'm, I I would I do want to see how they do that. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do with Piranha Double Three Double D. I'm going to. Put it on when I'm very stoned. Watch ten minutes of it, at, ten minutes of it at a time yeah. for six months. Okay, that's gonna be <laughs> that. You know that movie you always yeah. do that with. Yeah, yeah. that's what I do. Can can you possibly make this like a toilet movie for you? Oh yeah, yeah. Just yeah. just only watch it when you're taking a shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 It's like the the toilet reader. Right. Yeah, yeah. Association yeah. that you'll make with that movie is mm-hmm. like. I mean, it deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're near water, so you. <laughs> Just here in the plops. Um, <laughs> all right. That was... A whole lot of fun. Piranha What 3D. a great movie. Um, what a great movie. We should remind everyone that like Steve chose this movie specifically also because he thought that I would somehow be like... <laughs> I yeah. thought you would enjoy it. Like, yeah, I, mean, I think you it's know enjoyable. Well it's fun. No, that I'd I be like, yeah, this is it. fun. Yeah. I perhaps wasn't in the mood for it. I don't know. I, I will give it that leeway that... I did not enjoy the experience, but perhaps it was because I wasn't in the mood for it. <laughs> if in a different mood, I might have enjoyed it more. There were enjoyable moments. Um, yeah. I don't know what kind of mood besides being like high on shrooms or something like that, where the, I would have actively chosen to like watch this. But there were some like, 
I did like actively laugh out loud at a couple things and I'm like I've mentioned a couple of them and uh I did have fun with it but I don't think I would have ever I chosen feel like to watch if it. I'm in the mood for the mood the mood that would make me enjoy Piranha 3D would be better served by like an asylum film or something. Mm. Because if I'm in the mood for just something super goofy, yeah. I'd rather it be something that like is goofy more in spite of itself mm. rather than like wink wink nod nod we're being goofy mm. like i think it hits that spot for me for like horror comedy where it's not funny haha right and it's not funny oh god yeah yeah it's in the middle but yeah. i think that was also like a 2010 thing there was certain right. corniness yeah. to a lot think of about those this. type this of movies this was right after like a lot of the the, the scary movies yeah. were really mm-hmm. big and stuff so it's a different time i get it mm-hmm. um and just in general, like your your sense of humor isn't the same as it was in 2010. No, so not. Yeah. you know, like, and that's just everybody. Everybody's sense of humor is different. Mm-hmm. I just think it's also just a very fun movie to go back and see. Like, you have all of these stars mm-hmm. coming together for like one of the last big hurrahs in exploitation film. <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah. you hardly get like yeah. There's a lot of shitty CGI in this, but like you hardly get the practical effect levels. Yeah, that that you see, you know, like and like I said, what like was the it, budget on this? I'm curious now. I couldn't imagine more than like 40 million, maybe. But, That's a lot, though. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine more than that. But yeah, like we just said, like the sadness we were so impressed with because there were so many practical effects in it. Because mm-hmm. you just don't see it enough anymore. You know, the the I think you know, like Scream Six or Scream Five. There's a lot of practical effects in that. But, like, also, it's not going to extreme levels. Like, it's just, like, a lot of blood fountains and stuff. This is, like, full-on torsos and, you know, like, there's a lot of, uh, they they take advantage of, I don't want to say take advantage, but they employ, like, you know, amputee actors, Mm -hmm. you know, as a lot of zombie films do. So they can, so they can, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Like a lot of, like a lot of amputee actors get work in The Walking Dead, Mm. you know, because, because they can do the makeup and then like, you know, they're obviously missing limbs. Yeah. So like, I'm watching this thing and I just watch them. Like if they have like a prosthetic, they just like take it off. Like I'm ready mm -hmm. to go to work. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So like, yeah, there, like there's one specific of like, there's a deputy being dragged out of the lake. And like he's a below the, it seems pretty obvious that he's a below the knee amputee, because like below his knee is like a a, a skeleton leg, mm. like covered. Oh, in I court. remember that scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a there was a couple of good. Yeah, I mean the the practical effects were were fun. Yeah, yeah. The ones where it was I can't remember. Oh, I just looked it up. Twenty four million is what the estimate. Okay, yeah, was, yeah, which was probably so, includes promotion and stuff, mm. which sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Um. <sighs> the best kill, and I think it was practical, or at least part. Part of it was practical. Was Eli Roth's oh, head yeah. getting squished between the bones. yeah his head getting smashed yeah yeah that yeah that was definitely practical yeah and then uh, yeah because I think I don't know how like I was very curious when Todd was running through that group of people mm-hmm. like were they using stunt people yeah for that it or was dangerous. it dummies yeah it looked very dangerous yeah, yeah. I thought that too um, or was I, it like dummies because there was a lot you don't see faces. There were definitely some dummies, but I feel like there were definitely some stunt people too. Yeah, yeah. Because they were like thrusting them, like pushing themselves mm-hmm. off the boat to make it seem like they were getting whacked. Right. Mm-hmm. And if I had to guess, it wasn't. It obviously wasn't a boat free running. <laughs> no. But I think maybe like it was, it was a, pulled. 
or, yeah, or on a track. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like being pulled through the water. And then mm-hmm. so they could know they could bounce off and be free. But mm-hmm. like still that seemed, I don't know, still that's dangerous. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was, I actually did appreciate that scene. Um, they made it. It was intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good. Um, cause then the fucking kid's like, get the fuck out of the way. Just <laughs> screaming and stuff. That was, that was pretty, that was, might've been my favorite scene. Um, all right. Any final thoughts? No. No. We just spent almost an hour and a half talking about Piranha 3D, though. Which yeah, yeah. That's Summer Party 2010. That's something I'm going to put on my obituary someday. So I once talked about Piranha 3D for longer than the movie took to run. Yeah. Um, it's only an hour. <laughs> Continued in part two. I hate Mondays. <laughs>